And it's a hard lesson, especially for a person who like feels like they can always fix it or make somebody feel good or win someone over, that I'm not going to win these people over on the internet. But I don't feel anymore that I have to win them over, by the way. In the beginning, I was like trying to defend myself. What am I doing? I think one of my least favorite negative comments, not my least favorite, but these these ones that don't bother, they bother me in a different way, Mm -hmm. is when people clearly don't get the joke. You can always look back and say, oh, this, and I wish that, and I wish this. But it's like, if you are constantly thinking about going forward, you can just put the negativity behind you and move forward. Hi, Julie. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Welcome back for another another week of uh, excitement in our life. Lives. (laughs) Lives. <laughs> was your week exciting? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Good. That's good news. I don't know. <laughs> I feel that I'm having many adventures these days. And I don't know if I'd call them adventures, but their work work is taking me in many different places. So since our last podcast, I think I've been to two two places. I was at the Washington Washington DC Auto Show speaking to the Washington Auto Press group, which was really fun, but also exhausting to be on my feet for all day for a for a trade show after the speaking part of it. So it was a lot of adrenaline spent. I was wiped out by the end of the day. <laughs> I know you get it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And then after that, I went to Cincinnati for three days to work with Olay on shooting TikToks. And that was an adventure in itself because things were changing by the minute on that job, as you know. Got to adapt. We got to be nimble. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a learning experience. As you know, we've talked, we talked a lot while I was there. We had, we had a deep dive into the psychological, (laughs) the arena. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sure did. Yeah, so always learning. I think the good thing about these new types of projects that I'm taking on is that I definitely am learning, and I'm also learning what I want to do and what I don't want to do, which I think is going to be key for moving forward since things are things are coming at me in a lot of different directions Thanks uh, because of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks to TikTok, I guess I should say, to yeah. be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I just tried to itch my ear like through my nose. <laughs> It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's a good reason to wear AirPods so you can access your ears if you need them. Yeah. Anyway, any any updates for us this week about comedy things? I love to get the comedy updates up front. Mm. I had a show on Friday and okay. I have another show tomorrow because tomorrow's wow. another Friday. Um, And then next week I'm doing the comedy store. And then the week after that, doing wow. a comedy chateau. So I'm bucked a little this bit is, up. This is unbelievable. You're just yeah. really doing it. And so to do these things, do you have to constantly be reaching out? How is it? How yes. does it work? I mean, tell tell our audience, because anybody that wants to pursue something might be curious about how this works and why they might think, wow, you're really killing it. So tell us what you're re- how it's really working out. Um. It's a lot of reaching out on my end and me being proactive and it's a lot of networking, which I kind of hate. I've always hated networking in like the business professional sense, but networking for comedy isn't as bad because it's like more of a fun thing, I feel like. Yeah. But it's a lot of like reaching out. It's a lot of, all it's happening over like Instagram, which is surprising. Like, Oh, I didn't know that clubs and then them like either saying, okay, these dates or email this person um, the problem that I'm having is that a lot of the shows are what they call bringer shows. So oh. you need to bring a certain amount of guests to be able to get on stage. 
And when I'm in New York, that's not a problem. Right. <laughs> but here, I'm, I've only lived here for a year. Like, we've only been here for a year. So that's the more stress. Uh-huh. Like, I get more stressed about making sure I have people coming uh-huh. versus, like, my, being prepared with my material. So that's annoying. So I think after this stretch of shows, I'm kind of going to take, like, a small break from the bringer shows and focus on going to a lot of different open mics and like networking versus like performing in these smaller bringer shows. Right. I can see that being, I mean, in a way, maybe it's good that it's taking your focus away from what you actually have to do. So you're not nervous, but it's an added hassle that that maybe you don't need, but maybe there's a way to do something on social media because how are we doing on your social media goals since our last episode? (laughs) Doing good. I've been posting. The first video I posted, I took a very strategic approach to my first video back. Okay. And it was duetting one of your videos. (laughs) Why was that so strategic? Because it immediately went viral. That's so funny. I knew that it would because it's you. Oh my God. But my original, that original video that you duetted, I don't think that got that much traction on my page. Yeah, but I think my commentary made that funny because basically <laughs> it was a video of you dancing in New York City. And I stitched to say, you don't carry a tripod. You ask strangers to film your content. And it has just been getting comments, comments, comments. Oh my God. And now I've posted like other things and it's like, 400 views, <laughs> 300 views. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a matter of the first video back might might be getting traction, but uh, well, I, know, I, know. I don't want to give myself credit for that. And it's interesting because I'm getting my comedy friends on TikTok now. And one of them had only posted like once in the pandemic and hadn't like deleted TikTok after that. And he posted and immediately got like over a thousand views. And I was like, oh, TikTok's trying to get you hooked. Yes, like, they're trying to that. win you back. They're trying to win you back. <laughs> they're trying to win you over so that you want to be posting more. It's a good strategy because it kept you going after, yeah. right? You've been on yeah. track. Yeah. You've been posting consistently. I have been on track. Good. I have. I'm not stressed about posting every day, but I'm trying to post at least every other day or okay. things like that. Yeah, hold yourself accountable. Also, I like the some of the areas you're going into. So you're, you're, you're doing your little grouping of, um, I won't say poking fun at influencers, but it is somewhat doing that in a fun way. That was just for Alfonso. And it was in a positive way. Oh, Alfonso. We have to make sure he listens. Yeah. (laughs) He's so sweet because he loved that video of you clicking your nails and everything like that. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that you went down that path again. And I, you know what I liked about it? You also in the caption did say, but I love my influencers and that's where I get all my info. So even though you were poking fun, you were not really being mean, which is what I love. And that segues nicely into today's topic. Oh yes, it does. Oh gosh, negativity on social media. Um, Okay. I think you should start. I have dealt with this ever since I've been on TikTok. You are just experiencing the yes. negative comments now, which is, yes. I feel like should be a record for like longest a person has been able to hold out without getting any negative comments on a video. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> you win. Gold medal. What do, I don't what even do we qualify. Call that, what do you call that in a yearbook? The 
Oh, superlatives. So I went for the most, the most, the longest being on TikTok without negativity. But honestly, I've had little hints of negativity and I've learned to deal with it. But so I want, let's, let's start with why am I first dealing with it now? Because I think it's, I think we need to set the stage for what's happening. And before we start really diving into what it is psychologically, Um, first off, I purchased a little drone that I saw on TikTok (laughs) and it's a little personal Mm -hmm. drone. It's quite expensive, and but I, what I liked about it was I never, never really wanted a drone, but what I liked about it was it, it does film at eye level, and it sets you up for, it doesn't need to work with an app, so you don't need to be controlling it on your phone. It hovers by itself, it follows you, it tracks your movement, so it's a really, really sweet tool, and I thought, well, of all the drones, if I was ever going to buy, let me get this one, because this one makes the most sense. So when I got it, I decided... Okay. I was really thinking I got to reach out to them and do a promo collab before I post anything, but I just didn't have time to make that connection. And it was so timely when I got the thing that I wanted to just do a demo. So I made a demo of how to use the drone. Up, I went up, um, I was going to go on the roof, but it was so windy. So I went inside the hallway. So I had a ton of comments about like, this is an ad because you're in a empty set or something like that. Okay. Hello. I'm I remember hallway. I saw that comment uh, very early on. And I was like, yeah, I you commented. commented. Yes, thank you. You you were like my backup for that. So, you know, I started with that. Then it was a lot of people commenting about how noisy it was and like, oh, I could never and all that. So that was like, it is noisy. It is like, so noisy. I thought about that. Like I would go crazy because I'm is, super sensitive to like sound. Okay. I would like be yes. itching and crawling out of my skin if I had to listen to that. So, I mean, they're not wrong. I'm no, they're not. Saying, no, There's never. no need for the hate comments. <laughs> no, 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 they're not wrong. It is noisy. And I, as a, a child who was terrified of the vacuum cleaner. So whenever I hear those types of sounds, did you know that? What? Oh, are we going to learn something today? You'd love vacuuming. I guess I like my Dyson now, but no, I was terrified of the vacuum cleaner. And if I'm in a store, don't you remember this when we would go Christmas shopping and we'd be late at night and I'd say, oh my God, the vacuums are on. We got to get out of here. You don't remember this? Maybe you were too young. I used to hate oh. it. I still hate it. If I'm shopping at the end of the day and those those it's you know clerks so take funny. out the vacuum, I'm ready to just jump. <laughs> I hate the sound of it, and it brings back the childhood, probably because I was afraid. It gives me negative feelings. I don't necessarily, I'm not afraid of the vacuum now, but it gives me negative feelings. Okay. So because of that, the drone is a very similar sound, and it is. The minute I turned it on, I went, oh, no, this is not a good sound. I'm not going to be using this often. But I thought it would be fun sometimes to be at the beach and use it and let it lift up and follow me while I'm walking. I don't know. I just thought it could really be a useful tool. Maybe I could do dance videos when I'm by myself and there's nobody to film me, you know, if I am at the beach alone. <laughs> in the city, I always find someone, so I'm not going to bother using it for that. And I love to make that engagement with people, which is, you know, the video that went viral, you explaining that. But I do love making those connections with people. I have no problem asking people, so I'm not going to use it for that. But I thought it would be an interesting tool. So I just decided to make this demo video great. And then I said, oh, so many people were asking me about more things about it. So I said, let me go out with it and make a demo. So I went out specifically on a freezing cold day. It was so painfully cold that there wasn't a lot of people walking out on the street. So number one, it was a great day for it because there wasn't a lot of people around. It was not very windy. I went over to the flat iron area. I went to the triangle section where there's not people walking. So I wasn't on the sidewalk. So one shot was there and one shot was in a park. I have to preface You're like it defending all. yourself. I am defending it. I'm defending it because I need to explain why the comments even got me more because I was in a very unpopulated area and I went and I was very careful about where I chose to do it. And I purposely did not let this thing fly to the heights. I didn't like let it fly up 
to the Empire State Building. This was literally two to three feet in front of me. And it does this cool thing where it dollies with you. So you walk forward and it backs up. So it kind of tracks with you. And it was super, super cool. But unbeknownst to me, there were two tourists that were kind of walking, crossing through the park area and they had hoods on. I don't know how they didn't hear this thing though, because it is so loud, but they had their hoods on. Maybe they were earmuffed up because it was really, really cold. And they were kind of veering into it. And I'm like, oh no, she's going to walk into it. And I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking, oh, it's going to break because in hindsight, that should have been my fear that my, it was 400 and something dollars for this thing. Like, okay, they're going to break my thing. And I just used it once. So number one, but I didn't think that at the time, at the time I was just worried she was going to walk into it and be scared. So I quickly reacted, put my hand out and I tried to put, you know, gently, I touched her on the coat. It was a puffy coat too. I wasn't like making major contact. I was just like, oh, oh, watch out, watch out. Right. And I'm just steering her out of the way. And she was a little nervous because I was coming from behind, but she didn't get mad. She just was like, oh, oh, sorry. That's what she said. She, and I could tell she was foreign because she had an accent. Oh, sorry. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I just didn't want you to walk into it. And I laughed and then she laughed and off they went. Well, I decided to post it because I thought it's my demo and it was funny and I thought that was cute. And then I demonstrated after that what the sound was when I went to the park and I did that. They're coming at me, Julie. They're coming at me. The FAA is going to shut you down. You have to have a license blah, blah, blah. It was insane. And not just about the rules, because there's the rules and regulations people first. It's the meanies that were going, ooh, entitled boomer. Like, what are you even talking about? How does that even relate? So entitled boomer, main character energy, by the way, I think that's a compliment, so I'll take it. But really, like, what is your problem? And then one of the funniest ones, I saved some to read them right now today, so I'm going to read some. But one of them was, what's wrong with your legs? <laughs> and this is when I started to get really freaked out because I'm like, is there something wrong with my legs? I was in a, um, in a pair of jeans and sneakers walking. I don't know. This person saw something wrong with my legs. So I wasn't even going to respond to any of it. But let me read a few more before I tell you more. So Okay, so some people were like, so wait, it's their fault for walking? That watch out would have set me off quick. And then another person, everywhere has strict rules about everything. Who gives a who gives a crap? That was a positive person. Somebody else, I sense main character vibes with this one. Thank you for the compliment. And then somebody was, this is a positive one that I liked. Everyone in the comments, it's NYC. Honestly, nobody cares what she's doing. So cut the regulations talk. We don't care. That was funny. His name is Bronx, Bronx Bully. He's funny. And then another person, how did that person even walk into the, into the noise? Like, couldn't they not hear it? But it was on and on and on about the rules and regulations and you don't have a license and get a license. And if you knew you would have taken the test, you would have known, blah, 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 like attack. But what is wrong with your legs? That was the one that got me. So I wrote back because I thought, this is too weird. So I wrote back to that one and I wrote, they moved me through life just fine. How are your legs doing? And he wrote <laughs> back, looks like you would have trouble running. I would get them looked at by a professional. To which I replied, I've run a marathon and I run like 10 miles a week, but thanks anyway. You know, thanks for your concern, in quotes. So I let it go after that. But I, I, I want to say the negativity was eating at me a little because this is when I was working. And every time I'd open up my phone, I'm used to getting, oh, thank you for this helpful thing. I really learned so much. And so, so used to getting that type of, and I'm not even going to say it's positive reinforcement, just like gratefulness for my content because I'm sharing and I'm teaching. And, you know, even when I'm just doing a dance, it's like, oh, thanks for the happy vibes today. So it was very jarring for me to open up my phone and have, and scroll for days, what it seemed like in negative land. And I was like, wow, 
if this was my first month, two months, three months, year on social media, it might have gotten to me. It might have taken me out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I should find. And I think it's funny because I've gotten a lot of negative comments before. Yeah. I've gotten like really bad stuff. I've gotten, especially like really, okay, we'll start with the most absurd, which is that you remember when I made a video about how to make cookies perfectly round when they come yes. out of the oven. Yeah. And I've, it's like, it's a tip for everyone listening where when your cookies come out of the oven, you take a cookie cutter that's a few sizes bigger than your cookies and you like swoosh the cookie around in the cookie cutter and it makes them perfectly round. I do this because time I was doing food photography yeah. and having you perfectly, perfectly round cookies. And it's just like, if you're a perfectionist and you like things to look nice, you might want to do this anyway, just if you're baking for fun. And it's like a fun tip. I got came so at you. many messages that I was body shaming cookies. Like, what the actual yeah. heck? Let me see if I can find some of them. Because it's just like so absurd. That was absurd. And then, but I think we then, talked now, about this really on an early episode too. I have a vague memory of us talking about this because I remember it was so, at the time, I think is when you were, just had posted it and we had it on an episode. Very, very yeah. weird. I also, at the time I was saying, I think that young people tend to be meaner to each other. Yes. Than, and I think older people are more forgiving of each other. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. And yeah. why you haven't really experienced any negativity mm-hmm. is because you are older and people are kinder, whereas like yeah. everyone on the internet. Okay, here's why do we need a perfect cookie? Cutting yeah. off the best part of the cookie? Nah. Like I also didn't. First cut of all, you cookie. didn't cut it off. Like whatever. yeah. But also, if okay. You but why does it matter if your cookies are? Okay, we interrupt this broadcast because we just had a situation <laughs> where Julie had a, an outage of internet in her in her building, so we were thought we were doing good, and suddenly we lost everything. So we are picking it up a day later. She now has internet again. We're back. I put the same outfit on. Did you put the same outfit? (laughs) And we're going to try continuity. This is so funny. I had that thought. I was like, I'm going to wear the same outfit. Yeah. Steve went out. He's like, are you wearing the same outfit? Is your hair the same? And I was like, yep. (laughs) Absolutely. I think my hair might be fresher. But anyway. Um, okay, Mine's so where where we left it. off is so Gosh. funny. This is this is what I love, and I was thinking, oh, we'll just start over. But why should we do the whole thing over? That was just no. so real. There's no way we could relive it because we were talking about me being scared of the vacuum, and you could never have that reaction again. <laughs> Remember when I told you that on the podcast? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> that was surprising. <laughs> All right, so so let's pick it up. We're gonna. I remember what. I remember we left off. I was talking about how I had gotten negative comments on my mm-hmm. video of the cookie shaping, and I was trying to find the comments. And then I remember I looked down, I looked up, you were frozen. So that's oh. where I remember we were. Okay, so good. So because whether or not I you have found got negative any... comments, I decided to not because I was so annoyed about the internet that I couldn't grasp yeah, doing yeah. anything else. Because you know, yeah. don't worry about it. It's I get annoying. it. I get it. And that was um, just like threw us both for a loop, to be honest. I was. I waited I for a know. while, and then I said, "Forget it. She's gone. <laughs> I'm gone." I just hope I'm like nothing there. tragic happens. But I'm never. <laughs> I never. I actually never think that way, which is funny because some people would be panicked. Like, what happened? We oh know some. God. We know who might be panicked if this happened to someone I else. I get but... panicked. Well, not with the internet, but this happened a lot yesterday. Like a car backfired, and I like jumped. Oh. And then we went to like the Lakers game, and at the end of the game, the Lakers won. So they shot 
rough confetti canyons. And I was like, I jumped again. And Stephen's uh, like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But it oh is the world, the world we live in. It's, you could be more jumpy about certain things. That's completely understandable, I, I, I have but to say. We were talking about negative comments. Yes. No, I get them. I get them a lot. And how did they make you feel when you first started to get them? Because you were watching me grow up, grow on social media and not having negativity. How did that hit you? I was annoyed. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not problematic. I'm just here to like have fun. It's really aggravating when they're negative. And it's aggravating when they're negative and hit like a soft spot where you have an insecurity. Because yes. like I have posted one of my jokes, one of my stand-up clips where I talk about like, oh, girls are really good at rebranding. It's not a walk around the neighborhood. It's a hot girl walk. It's not a shopping addiction. It's girl meth. And I go, it's not an eating disorder. It's intermittent fasting. And I got a comment that was like, you should be fasting. And oh, that my. one hurt a little bit. I was like, that's really rude. Mm. <laughs> People do have a tendency to hit that people do have a tendency to hit your soft spots. It's I I will admit. I am constantly getting those like nasty negative boomer comments. And I'm like, oh my God. I don't think I ever realized how boomers were thought of. I first of all, I never knew Mm -hmm. I was a boomer until recently. (laughs) I'm so ignorant. I had no idea. Until I started writing jokes about it. (laughs) Thanks. And no, I had no idea. But now that I know, it's like very insulting. And I feel like that's very generalizing. So I'm, I've, it's upsetting, but I want to say this because I want to make sure I make this point on this episode very much so because I've had a bit of a breakthrough when it comes to negativity where I've learned something about myself. And that wasn't just because of this one video. This has been progressing because occasionally I would get a negative, negative comment and I'd want to respond or I'd want to come, but then I would just not do it because I didn't want to bring more negativity in. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to call attention to the person. So I've always been the one that goes like, take the high road, just ignore it. Take the high road, just ignore it. Yeah. But I want to say- I always would love to just start roasting people in the comments <laughs> and, you know, troll everybody right back. I'm, I'm witty. I can hit you where it hurts. <laughs> well, you're good. The worst part is when it's like people- well, the worst part when it's like people who comment the mean, like the one that, the, the one with the fasting that I should be fasting, they have no posts. Oh. They've never put themselves out there on the internet. That's what also pisses me off when people have the the mm. balls to post something yeah. really mean. I'm like, well, you aren't even putting yourself out there. Yeah. So how dare you? How dare you? Those it's true. Those are the ones like behind the screen, just typing away in the middle of the night on their phone. Yeah. I I I yes. I I I definitely. I agree that it's like always the people that are the most hidden that are the meanest. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I have realized about myself, and this is like a hard look into self-reflection and in a self-help kind of way, which is I think mm-hmm. I've always been the person that is like, I try to make everybody feel good. I want, you know, you want to be liked and you want to, and I always cared about that. I was like very much of a people person and a people pleaser. And so being not liked I would, my instinct was, I'm going to win them over or I'm going to make them, you know, not make them like me, but I'm like, what do they mean? I'm not being, I'm not, there's no reason to not like me. I'm being so nice. So I think, Mm -hmm. and this is like hard to even admit that that's what my personality is. Okay. But what I have learned from being and getting these negative comments is that it's a reality that not everyone is going to like you or think they want to follow you or just in, in real life, like not everyone's going to like you. And it's a hard lesson, especially for a person who like feels like they can always fix it or make somebody feel good or win someone over. 
that I'm not going to win these people over on the internet. So what I have mm-hmm. learned is such a good core lesson for myself is that it's okay not to be liked. It's okay mm-hmm. if someone doesn't really, you know, want to be with you or whatever. And that is, I don't know, I felt like it was such a breakthrough. Maybe you don't think it's a big deal, but I do. <laughs> so I'm glad I had um, that breakthrough. I think I'm glad I had that breakthrough before this big, heavy negative energy came in. Otherwise, I might have been more crumbling from it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've had that breakthrough before, maybe. I don't know. Like, before social media or before? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I, mean, I'm I guess. To think, like, I'm trying to think, you know, and think about, forget forget about social media and think about real life. Like you go into a party or you meet a bunch of people and you, because <laughs> I'm trying, I always try and relate social media to real life. So you go and then mm-hmm. you you go, someone isn't really, they're snubbing you or they're not talking to you. And you like, to me, I'm like, I want to kind of talk to them more and win them over. <laughs> so I would tell me, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I feel like I have the dad mentality. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, <no. Bye. laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. That's just, that's you definitely... like me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, but I think you were like that as a person already is my point. But you think I was, or I wasn't. Yeah. No, I think you were like that yeah, already I was. as a person. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a basic core thing that's already in you. Whereas me, I'm like trying so to So when I get mean over. comments, I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, me, exactly. I'm like, oh, let's, let's go at it. Let's let's jab. <laughs> you think you're funny? <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, I can oh, go no. there. <laughs> I can win them over. I'm like trying to. No. You know, sometimes I'm like, I don't I always, want them there. You don't want them supporting you if they're not. <laughs> you, so, you know, I know we always say like, we always kind of joke when we do get negative comments, mainly me. It's like, well, let the haters hate because that boosts the engagement. True. Like, okay. More comments, the better. But you don't want them following you and infesting all your no, content. I don't. I don't. Definitely not. So why do you I, need to win them over? No, I know. I, I You're guess spending, because... spending too much energy winning people over when you should spend your energy entertaining the ones that already do love you. Okay. Well, that's what I've come to grips with. And I think that I've crossed over. That's good. Is my point. And I just let, you know, good. let them go. But a couple of them, I was like, this is so mean. Block. And it felt so good to just like block a person. I've, I've blocked that's so good. few people. Think about how many people I have coming into my content and how f- really how few I've blocked over the years is pretty amazing. Because I can, yeah. I almost want to say, my God, I haven't blocked many. I just ignore versus block. Because I feel like mm-hmm. block, you really have to get me for me to hit that block button. And so a couple of them on this one, I was like, just maybe I was just in a moment and I was like, mm, block. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, but I don't feel anymore that I have to win them over, by the way. In the beginning, I was like trying to defend myself. What am I doing? Like, how stupid is this? So I, yeah. I have gotten over that. And I think it's helped me in life. I think social media has helped me <laughs> in real life <laughs> in many ways, but in that particular way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's I think my one thought. of my least favorite negative comments, not my least favorite, but these are the ones that don't bother, they bother me in a different way, mm-hmm. is when people clearly don't get the joke. Oh, I know. <laughs> or like when I'm like doing the ones where I'm like kind of poking fun at influencers, they're like, I got a comment on YouTube. I have to find this one. Oh, you have, a, you have a viral video on YouTube right now. How crazy is that? I know. Wait, and let's I know. talk about that just for Alfonso. I was just going to say, I want to just say this too. She posted it for Alfonso. He gets a lot of shout outs in this. We have to send him this this uh, podcast. But uh, who's uh, 
the, the doorman at our building, and he is such a fan of Julie's. He's always been a fan of mine. He never knew that Julie was so outgoing and funny until he saw her comedy. But I want to say yesterday, Alfonso sends me Julie's video in a text message, and he says, Julie's viral on YouTube. And I'm like, what? So I screenshot, send it to Julie. <laughs> So she knew. I didn't know if you knew. Did you know that viral, that video was blowing up? Yeah, I knew. I knew oh. it was going. On. Yeah, you didn't um, tell this me. This is the comment that I got. I did. I thought I did. No, I got a comment on one of those videos on YouTube where someone said, <clears throat> "Maybe you shouldn't judge them." I always add read them with attitude, which probably doesn't help. <laughs> but that's this is the attitude I'm inferring from okay, your yes. language. Maybe you shouldn't judge them, seeing that they have more likes on one video than you have on all of yours together not to be mean but yeah oh my god these people are crazy and i wanted to i haven't didn't respond to them but i should be like i have twenty thousand followers on tiktok so shut the fuck up <laughs> oh my god people are crazy people, people are, crazy. are crazy i know we know crazy. this how are you liking being viral on a different platform than tiktok or instagram is it different um the youtube comments are meaner <laughs> In general, I YouTube think is not as not a nice a place. place. <laughs> I think it's more not to pigeon not to generalize. I think it's a lot more men who have mm. no life that are just commenting and hating on women. You know, you know what I discovered on my YouTube yesterday, my YouTube channel, because I was sending you analytics, what? which I did. I screenshot and forgot to send you. By the way, that's what that's what I have <laughs> to like, send I you. Attached in my email. It was not no, no I attachments. I forgot to attach. I always do that. I say I'm attaching and I forget. Um, I found out that my YouTube audience is the highest percentage of people following me are between 25 and 35 years old on YouTube. Mm, Isn't that interesting? That's different because that is interesting because the other ones are like 35 and 45 are like yes. your biggest. Yes. I thought that was like intriguing. I'm like, what do you know? And I wondered why that is, but... Anyway, there you have it. It was just new information. But I think but so I do think the audiences are different on the platforms depending on where you are. 100% agree. And I think that people are in general meaner. I haven't had a lot of mean comments in even on YouTube just because of the nature of my content over there is like I'm teaching, what are you going to say? Oh, dumb teacher. <laughs> like what are you going to comment mean cuz I'm not really giving them anything to work with. Yeah. So I have I have sort of a good decent luck over there for now. But you know, once in a while I get some mean ones when somebody doesn't have like, the feature on their phone and they're like, you're teaching something that's not on everybody's phone. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where you're from <laughs> and what your phone features are. My breakdown is that Instagram probably has the least amount of comments, but they're always nice. Mm -hmm. TikTok has like the most amount of comments and they're always mixed. And YouTube has the least amount of comments. And for the most part, they're not good <laughs> for me. And where did TikTok fall in? In the middle, just, like the most amount of comments, but like varied in positivity varied. and okay yeah, yeah very yeah. varied yeah it's not that i always get negative comments i just get a lot of comments of people being like not understanding that it's a joke or not yeah, understanding the humor a lot of people don't have a sense of humor they just don't and you can see that on other people's videos when you read comments and you go oh my god this person was kidding around and look at these mean comments that's I just feel bad for those people because so, a lot of people are just on these platforms to entertain. And sometimes mm -hmm. humor, as you know, because you're in the business of humor now, it's like it's not always going to be hitting home with every single person that hears it. So they just read into it. And oh, anyway, yeah. that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. We're, how are we going to deal with negativity moving forward? How? Oh, by the way, I was going to delete that video and I decided not to. I was going to make it private. I was going to talk you out of it. I was. I know, and I was so I was close not to doing it. Delete that video. 
I was close to doing it before we recorded the podcast yesterday. And then I got through the meg- the the stretch of comments where it was like coming in hot and I had I just kept posting. So I posted a couple of videos and dancing and this and that. And I said, let me just steer my content back. So instead of making it private and just pretending it never happened, I'm just steering myself back into my lane, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. You like that approach? Keep that engagement. Yeah. I know. It's got a lot of engagement, that video. It's got like 80,000 views now. So I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't delete it. I would private it. But I'm going to ride the wave and I'm just going to let it go. Posted the same video on Instagram and only got one negative comment, which I thought was interesting. Because just to your point about the negativity on Instagram versus TikTok, it's like Instagram's much yeah. nicer. I only got one negative comment over there on the same exact video. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, speaking of riding the wave, one of my comedy friends uh, just started a post on TikTok for the first time. And their first video got like over a thousand views. Wow. And they were like loving it. And I'm Hooked. like, just you wait Hooked. until you get 300 views yeah. and nothing else. They're hooked. They're hooked. Because <laughs> the platform does it. It sucks you in. I think you mentioned it yesterday. It was this, is this the guy that you mentioned yesterday when we started talking about it? That he was going, yeah. going to go on? That's great. That's great. How's he like it though? Converting them all. Yeah, of course. They like it. They all like it. I was at a presentation like last it. week and in at the Washington Avenue Auto Show. And one of the women, and everybody had to go around and introduce themselves and tell what kind of social media they do so that I could see what the audience was. And this one woman was mm-hmm. a mainly a blogger and she was very uh, serious. And she just said, you know, I'm a blogger. This is my history. You know, I've been writing for years and blah, 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 blah. And then she goes... And I hate TikTok. She literally says, I hate TikTok. That's how she starts her foray into social media. And I was like, wow. wow. Okay. So this is what was in the room. And what I did with that, and I just am so excited of, about how I approach this, so I want to share, is instead of thinking, oh, the enemy is among us, because <laughs> I didn't think that really. Mm-hmm. I was just, But instead of having that feeling, which another presenter could, I decided to take it like, Oh no, this is me trying to win someone over. But I was like, I'm going to win her over. <laughs> there goes that instinct again. But what I did was, instead of trying to like win her over, I decided to speak to her skill set is clearly writing. And if you are a good mm-hmm. writer and you can write good intros and hooks and get people keep people engaged in a written article, you certainly could translate that to video. So when I was yeah. talking talking about how to make engaging content, I leaned into her. I said, well, someone with writing skills, and I like looked at her and I said, probably knows how to keep someone reading on an article. So if you have the ability as a writer to keep someone reading, you certainly have the the skill set to keep people watching when you're recording a video. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, it was just like a subtle thing, but I did it. And then at the end of the presentation, she came over to me and she said, that was a great presentation. And I think I'm going to get more active on social media for mm-hmm. the win. Look at the win. I think I need, I, I know I have that like F you mentality, <laughs> but I was talking to another comedy friend yesterday and they were saying they went to this open mic where you get feedback from a booker. And the biggest thing the booker said was like, you need to win the audience over, mm. um, which I think I do very easily. Yeah, I do. I do think you do. Horn, You're very likable. I'm a likable person. I have likable yes. material. And I kind of like clicked with me that I need to write more material about. Dad said it first. Dad said it after like my second performance. I need to do more self-deprecating humor because that's like where I shine. And I need to get back to that. So I'm like 
readjust. I have a show tonight. I'm totally adjusting the set to just be all about me. Oh, that's so because fun. I think it's gonna be better. And it's I can't believe that it. I can't wait. Okay, but I can't wait to hear this as a as a little. I like how you're just turning. Yes, because I wrote this, this whole bit that I really love. The one that I was telling you about. I'm writing this. I because I want to. I wrote this whole bit. I know we're getting sidetracked. Sorry. That's okay. I, I wrote care. this whole bit about how there are a lot of ath- the athletes bit. You know the mm-hmm. one that I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. And it's a bit where I talk about a reason why I don't like watching sports. And it's observational. It's edgy. It's different. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm having a hard time getting laughs from the audience. I'm having a hard time just saying it was confidence on stage. It's like not about me necessarily. Yeah. But like the jokes leading up to it about like why I love sports always hit. Always hit. So I need to do more of that. So that's yes, kind of what yes. I'm Good. I'm adjusting. so excited to hear and, this. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I do think, by the way, Julie, that makes <laughs> the, that actually wins the audience over, and that's what makes them like you. Is that because when you were doing yeah. the, okay, one of your early things was about eating lasagna. Remember that or something like that's the uh, joke I, I that I've been doing again recently, resemble, and it gets laughs every, every single time. I say, I say, um, I love sports. Growing up, my first dream job was to be a professional basketball player. And then I kind of pose and I look at myself and I go, clearly my body didn't get the memo. That gets laughs. And then I say, I have the competitive energy of Michael Jordan inside a body that resembles Garfield the cat. Every fucking time I get laughs. And my friends are like, this is so funny. This joke is, it's like one line. It's like one of the first jokes I ever wrote. And it's oh like one of the so best what, ones. Yeah, and that's what you have to get back to. Is You, said, you said all along that you wanted to do more storytelling about your, you know, I thought you yeah. were saying about yourself. And, and I thought I was, but it just wasn't like, I think I got distracted. Mm-hmm. But now we're coming it's, back. We're coming back home. We're, it's good. What did, What were you going to say? Good. You wrote one? Are I wrote a, a preview. Joke, and I we're going to get a preview? <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a preview. Never perform. I performed yesterday at Open Mic and I did well. And I, because oh. I have the joke about you learning Spanish, which we could mm-hmm. put in the show notes somewhere. Um, okay. I'll, we could link to the <laughs> clip. Um, I have this joke, but I, I used to segue it in with New Year's resolutions, and now I segue in it with like people asking if people aren't manifesting and that you're really good at manifesting. Oh, oh. and I said I'm not very good at manifesting because I grew up in New Jersey, where our default setting is brutal honesty, pessimism, and what are you doing? <laughs> like a lot of this. <laughs> Love the physicality. And that one did really well. I an open mic. <laughs> I did an open mic with three people. So that's not, that's I'm excited good. to do that one tonight. That's yeah. good. Oh my God. You could go what so. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to channel dad. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I hope people are watching this because it's all about the. Like, the, Jewel, what are you gest- doing? What are you gestures. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked, but I love it. It all leads in to the negative comments. It all leads in because you want to have. Don't leave a negative comment unless you've tried to put yourself out there. That's (laughs) That's what I have to say. That's right. That should be the requirement. I think there should be a rule. I think it should be a rule on social media that you're not allowed to comment on anything unless you've made at least like three posts in the past three months. So you can't just like lurk. Oh, I like that. There should be. That should be a rule. Yeah. You're feisty today. I like it. I'm mm-hmm. glad we. I'm glad we re- decided to finish today instead of yesterday. <laughs> feisty on Friday. Like, Stupid internet. 
Okay, well, I think that's all for me. I think that's it. I think we've covered it. And we didn't stay negative. We just have to cover negativity because it's a reality. It is such a reality. And you can always look back. And I just, I won't, but you can always look back and say, oh, this, and I wish that, and I wish this. But it's like, if you are constantly thinking about going forward, you can just put the negativity behind you and move forward. And that's what I did with my negative energy video. And that's what you're going to do with comedy. You're going to move forward into what you feel is... I don't know, most suited in your core and makes you, what well, makes you the happiest too. Yeah. So, I mean, you were so on point on your very first show and it's like, you just have to go experiment and get back to where, you know, what you, where you, yeah. Is. Like, I'm glad I experimented with yeah. other types of jokes and at their core, they're always somewhat about me, but I need to get back to like the me, the me stuff. Yeah. It's going to be so funny. I can't wait to hear tonight's. I mean, even right. like, yeah, even, I don't know. Okay. Okay, but wait, so I want to get back to tonight. I'm going to definitely put some links in the show notes here. And I want to link the one where you're doing the influencers. So don't let me forget to link that one mm -hmm. where you're clicking and doing the influence. Those two influencer videos are very funny. The ones that Alfonso loves. Very funny. <laughs> then you have to remind me to send this Thanks. podcast to Alfonso so I don't forget. <laughs> and you should um, just make a highlight reel for Alfonso of this podcast <laughs> of all the times we mention him. It was so fun. And then we'll, uh, and we'll, we'll hear about this today's tonight's comedy on our next episode. I can't wait to hear. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Yes, you will. Thank All right. you. All right. Yours truly. Helen and Julie. Bye. So if you enjoyed the podcast today, as always, give us a little review or a, a five stars or whatever the heck it is that you do on a podcast platform. Cause I don't really, I don't even know, depending on what you're in, what you can do. But, and feel free to, you can drop us questions too. If that if you're watching this on YouTube by chance, definitely drop us some questions because we'd love to answer some. And I think it would be fun to have a question and answer episode again. We haven't done one of those in quite yeah. some time. We can, we can have a good time with that. Comment on our Instagram. Yes, always. Instagram, Julie trying to get Instagram followers. Our Instagrams are at The Mothership and at Julie Polisi. And that's Julie without an E. J-U-L-I-P-O-L-I-S-E. Go ahead, Julie. You gonna say something? I was supposed to say our, our yours truly Instagram, yours truly dot the podcast. Yes, that's where you to can drop see questions all, on to Instagram. Drop questions and to see our teaser clips for the next coming weeks. And um, yeah, keep up with us there. We'd love to have a little dialogue over there. That's a fun place to chat on the IG. <laughs> on the IG. And then obviously, you know that we're hellosocialized.com, bringing you the weekly, twice weekly newsletter with now a twice weekly podcast where we cover all things social media from trends to ideas and to deep dive into strategy. So we're having a really good time with that. So look forward to more fun and adventures and we will see you next week. All right. Bye, Jewel. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>